For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. I am Charlie James and here's the latest for Pembrokeshire. The total number of cases in the three counties has surpassed 16,000 in the last report as of yesterday. Public Health Wales data shows that there were five new cases in Pembrokeshire, one in Carmarthenshire and none in Ceredigion. Across Wales, 79 new cases have been confirmed with no new deaths reported. The total number of cases in Wales is now 211,573. Across Wales, 1,850,000. 54,687 have received their first dose of the vaccine and 769,719 with their second dose. Dr Ellery Davies, Incident Director for the COVID-19 Outbreak Response at Public Health Wales, has said that the Welsh Government have confirmed further relaxation of measures from today. Supervised indoor activities for children can resume along with indoor organised activities for up to 15 adults, such as exercise classes and swimming lessons and community centres can reopen. Further to the Welsh Government's announcement, people who cannot work from home are now able to access free lateral flow self-test kits. The rapid coronavirus tests will be available from local test sites across Wales. David Powis are appealing for witnesses to a potential rape that took place in Tembe on Saturday night. A woman has reported being raped in the Crackwell Street area at 11pm on Saturday. A David Powis spokesperson said a woman could be heard shouting for help in the Crackwell Street area of Tembe on Saturday at approximately 11pm. Officers attended the scene and the woman reported that she had been raped. Inquiries led to the arrest of a 55-year-old man on suspicion who was conveyed to police custody. The victim is being supported by specialist officers. Police would like to speak with this man and asking him or anyone else who may have witnessed this incident or have any information to please contact them by calling 101 or by emailing 101 at david-powis.pnn.police.uk. A woman who exposed herself in a Haverford West car park has been remanded to the Crown Court. Marina Peter Divashem of Winch Lane exposed herself in the car park of Glebe House on April 25th. The defendant appeared at Haverford West Magistrates Court on April 27th and was remanded to Swansea Crown Court on April 30th. The Met Office has issued weather warnings of high winds in Pembrokeshire for later today. The Met Office says a spell of disruptive winds is likely from today and into Tuesday morning. The whole of Pembrokeshire has been included in the warning along with coastal shores across South and West Wales. Gusts could reach up to 60 miles an hour in some places accompanied by heavy rain. The Met Office has warned to expect delays to road, rail, air and ferry transport. I'm Charlie James, and there's the latest for Pembrokeshire. Follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Search for Pure West Radio. Stop the clocks, it's amazing. You should see the way the light dances off your head. A million colours of hazel, golden and red.
hold on to the afterglow Sheeran and Afterglow on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. A very good evening. Welcome to Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more, of course, at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. We are really pleased to have your company. It's been a wet and windy bank holiday Monday, but there is plenty coming up on the show. We're live on the Facebook page between eight and nine. And in the first hour of the show, we'll be talking cricket, rugby, football and plenty more as we bring you another Monday night on Pure West Sport. Very good evening and welcome to the show, Pure West Radio, for a Monday evening between 7 and 9. Every week we bring you Pure West Sport, focusing on the latest sporting stories from across Pembrokeshire and beyond. And of course, today, the opening weekend of the cricket season, will take some of our attention. Fraser Watson's been talking to Martin Jones from Nayland Cricket Club. You'll hear that interview very soon. And I will run you down all of the results from the matches that were played on Saturday across the Pembrokeshire Cricket League. That's to come between now and and eight o'clock. We're also going to hear from Lisa Neumann, who's a Wales rugby international in the, the Wales women's side that's just competed in the Six Nations. And we've got Wayne Griffiths, the coach from Pembrokeshire Harriers, as we focus on how athletics has, of course, like so many sports in the county, had to adapt over the last few months as the COVID regulations have been in place. So that's to come between now and eight o'clock. Today was a, a big day, actually, for a number of businesses across Pembrokeshire. 
in Wales from today, gyms, leisure centres, swimming pools and fitness facilities have been allowed to open again, which is great news. You might remember a few weeks ago on the show, we actually had a really passionate discussion with a couple of Pembrokeshire gym owners, actually, who told us just how hard it's been during the lockdown and the lack of guidance that was coming from the Welsh government as well to actually get their businesses back up on track. And we had a really good conversation with Carl Williams from Synergy Health and Fitness, Merritt Street in Pembroke Dock, and also Brett Shepherd from BeFit on the Haven's Head Industrial Park. You can see those interviews. They're still on the Facebook page if you do a search for Pure West Radio, but really good to hear that gyms and leisure centres and swimming pools have been able to reopen. So we've got plenty coming up. Hashtag Pure West Sport to get involved as we bring you another Monday evening right here on Pure West Radio. Click and collect classics. Mum's Taxi Singalongs. Late night drive through disco. Match your driving soundtrack to your mood by taking all your favourite radio stations and podcasts with you on the road. It's as easy as connecting your smartphone to your car stereo to listen on your favourite station app or radio app. Join radio's digital revolution. Find out how at getdigitalradio.com. Love radio. Go digital. Car trouble again? At O.C. Davis Roundabout Garage Nayland, we like to keep it simple. Offering you service plans from just under £10 a month. From affordable used cars to 0% finance. Not to mention, nil advance payment on the mobility scheme. You can guarantee you'll get more for your money. Put the pedal to the metal and get the most out of your motor. Call 01646 600858 or go online to ocdavis.com. Join us every Friday for the 2.30 kickoff as Haverford West County take over Pure West Radio to bring you the latest news and developments direct from the Bridge Meadow. Team news, transfers, new signings and the latest changing room gossip from the Cymru Premier side. Miss the final whistle? Well, listen to the Haverford West Bluebirds podcast by visiting purewestradio.com. Our club, our county, our community. Haverford West County AFC. Patch is the Pure West Radio chosen charity of the year. Pembrokeshire Action to Combat Hardship, founded in June 2008. They cover the whole of Pembrokeshire and have two basic banks that give food, clothing, small household items, toiletries, cleaning products and a baby bank that's in Milford Haven and Pembroke Dock. And three food banks, Haverford West, Begelly and Tenby. They also help the lives of families in the festive season with their Christmas toy appeal. Last year, Patch gave toys to over 950 children. Listen every Wednesday at 5.40 to the Patch Update to find out the latest news with our chosen charity of the year here on Pure West Radio. This is Pure West Radio for Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire. They say we're young and we don't know
and Chrissy Hind for Bank Holiday Monday on Pure West Sport. I'm Ben Stone. It's Pure West Radio. We will be back to full strength, we hope, this time next week. As Bill Kahn continues his recuperation, he will be back on the show next Monday. And if you join us on Saturday morning between 8 and 9, uh, you can listen to our Saturday show. Bill is going to be my guest and we'll be talking all about uh, the Pembrokeshire Cricket League season and a lot more. And I know there's been so many good wishes sent in for Bill. He really appreciates that and we are looking forward to him rejoining us on Pure West Sport because the cricket season is up and running and there's nothing better to talk about in Pembrokeshire than the new cricket season. There were meant to be games played today but it was a washout because of the terrible weather we've had but there was a full programme on Saturday in Division 1. St Ishmael's lost to Carew by 47 runs. Haverford West beat Narbeth by 104 runs. Athletic lost to Nayland by 182 runs. Nayland starting the season in dominant fashion they were 275 for 5 securing the maximum 20 bonus points Criselli beat Saundersfoot by 7 wickets and Lorenny beat Whitland by 189 runs so after just one game of course Lorenny, Carew and Nayland all picking up the maximum 20 points Haverford West on 19 and Criselli on 17 in Division 2, Pembroke Dock beat Burton by 165 runs. Branston beat Haverford West seconds by six wickets. Carew seconds lost to Kilgetty by 46 runs. Langham beat Lamphy by eight wickets. And Hook lost to Pembroke by 86 runs. In Division 3, Haverford West thirds lost to Criselli by 166 runs. Clan Ryan, with Fraser Watson in the team, beat Johnston by 102 runs. Larne beat Langham seconds by 27 runs. Narbeth seconds lost to St Ishmael seconds by six wickets. And Nayland seconds beat Stackpole by 11 runs. In Division 4, the game between Saundersfoot seconds and Carew thirds was abandoned with Carew thirds on 20 for two. Krimic lost to Hook seconds by eight runs. Uh, Whitland seconds lost to Lorenny seconds by one wicket. Uh, Kilgetty seconds lost to Llanryan seconds by four wickets. And Burton seconds beat Lecrid by 63 runs. And in Division 5, Criselli thirds beat Cleckrid thirds by nine wickets. Fishguard lost to Herbranston seconds by 94 runs. Hundleton beat Pembroke Dock seconds by five wickets. Pembroke seconds beat Haverford West fourths by 86 runs. 
and Stackpole seconds lost to Nayland thirds by eight wickets. Whitland thirds, the only team in Division 5 this weekend. We will look at some of the stories behind some of the results, actually, uh, after eight o'clock with Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas. One of the performances of the weekend was actually in the Crimmick against Hook game. Uh, Crimmick were beaten by eight runs by Hook seconds, but Elgin Vittel uh, managed a century. He scored 101 for Crimmick, and he will be our guest on the show after eight o'clock and we're live on the Pure West Radio Facebook page as well. And on the way next, uh, during the weekend, Fraser Watson caught up with Martin Jones to talk about his involvement with Nayland Cricket and we will hear that interview in just a few moments' time right here on Pure West Radio after Dion Warwick and Do You Know The Way to San Jose. It's Monday evening and it's Pure West Radio and I'm Ben Stone. Pure West Sports with G&G Builders. More at Pembrokeshire Builders. 
www.radiomusicnetwork.co.uk. I will be joined by Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas after 8 o'clock and we're live on the Pure West Radio Facebook page, of course, so do make sure you join us. You can get involved using the hashtag PureWestSport. Now, it was a, a disappointing Saturday, actually, for Haverford West County as they went down 2-0 away to Flint Town United to continue their patchy form since the league, of course, split in two. Wayne Jones, after the game, told Pembrokeshiresport.co.uk No excuses, but the lads look jaded. Winning games at this level can be all about fine margins. Had Jack Wilson scored before they did, then it would have given us the belief we needed to go on and claim a much-needed win. We have not played to the level we should be at in the second half of this season. I put it down to a lack of experience by some players who are still finding their feet. The oldest guy in the team, skipper Sean Pemberton, was comfortably man of the match again and the rest need to take a leaf out of his book because he was outstanding and we will talk to uh, Gordon and Fraser about that defeat for Haverford West County and you know I have to say as they continue uh, this second part of the season it's so important to remember it's still been a good campaign for Haverford West on their return to the Cymru Premier League. They're away tomorrow quarter to eight kickoff away to Aberystwyth. Uh, The other results from Saturday Barrytown United 1 Barlatown 4 Carnarvon Town 2 Pennebont 2 Connors Key 0 the New Saints nil on Friday. Cardiff Met University five, Aberystwyth Town one, and Kevin Druids nil, Newtown seven. So that there've been some strange scores right across the division since the split. And I think you do have to put that down a little bit to the fact that the games have been coming thick and fast. But we'll get some more thoughts from uh, Gordon and Fraser a little bit later on in the show. But right now, let's turn our attention back to cricket. And Fraser's been speaking to someone who's heavily involved at Nayland Cricket Club about the fact that cricket is back up and running in Pembrokeshire for 2021. Well, how great was it to see the return of the Pembrokeshire cricket season on Saturday and there's so many people grateful and pleased to see it back. And of course, Martin Jones, who joins me now, a Pembroke County Cricket Club exec member. Martin, heavily involved at Nayland. Firstly, where were you on Saturday and how was your experience of it? I was delighted to be back Umpiring, I didn't do much last year, but I was umpiring our second team at home to Boston and Stockport. And what a tremendous game of cricket it was. We started off in glorious sunshine. We had a little bit of drizzle. Yes. <laughs> Incredible, really, isn't it? We, we actually put some sawdust down and I had to take the uh, players off for 20 minutes. But both teams wanted to play. If you're going to ask me about the scores, I think Nayland ended up on 210 for nine with excellent knocks by Callum Power, 83. Uh, a young under-16-year-old, Jack John, who's just moved into the area with the Nayland family, returning, 36, and Gavin... 20. Excellent bowling from Ewan McDonald, uh, a youngster with Stackpole and some old heads around him. Alan Webster, Simon Bevan, captain. It was a great game. In reply, I do, well, sorry, I should mention Josh Davis took five wickets as well at the end. Certainly. Yeah, you know, I shouldn't forget that, should I? Uh, no, no. And, and would you believe it? I didn't have one victim throughout the innings. No LBWs, right? Not one, no. God, I, I must be too honest. 
But yeah, there's another tremendous knock by Josh Davis, 79 knockouts. John Williams, the European Stadtbull, really got off to a flying start and followed by a good knock from Alan Webster, 42. And to be honest, they were well on top throughout most of the game. But then we had Paul Miller came on, slowed it down to start. Perhaps uh, the score accelerated towards the end of his uh, overs. But again, young Jack John tremendous bowling I think it was seven overs four maidens 13 for one what a prospect the young man is good well but it was great to be back out two sides going for it enjoying it played in a tremendous spirit and both wanted to play cricket that's great you know obviously I've written all that down Martin because as a, as a San Rian player I've got to make notes on Nathan Seconds and Stafford this year. serious note now and, and I wonder if you saw the difference as well um, we played Johnson on Saturday you know a, a very good game again just both sides are so pleased to be out there and to be fair to, it was a lot closer than the scoreline looked and Johnson had Lee Summons a class player as you know who, who really went after our attack when they were chasing a big total do you think the new ro- rules this year with win-lose coming in and no losing draw are going to make a difference. Did, did you see that on Saturday? Because I felt it did. I felt there was a time when years gone by, Johnson could have shut up shop and played for a losing draw and instead they went for it. And it didn't come off for them on Saturday against us and, and it may come off another day, but I thought it was a lot more positive cricket all round. Did, did you feel the same in your game? Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with you. Please. The game at, um, if I look at the Boston Stadt in, so three phases in it, they started, they were well on top, and then we pulled it back in Nayland, and the onus was on them, and they they went for it as well. They lost a couple of wickets, and perhaps in the past, as you said, the last five or six overs, they would have put up the shutters, and it would have been a dead bat, but no, they continued to play in a positive vein, and I think that can only be good for cricket and Pembrokeshire cricket in particular. I, I couldn't agree more with you, Martin. And just before we go now, I want to touch on something else positive that's emerged in the last couple of weeks. I know you're heavily involved in, in junior cricket in, in Pembrokeshire, obviously, and the All-Stars and the Dynamos campaigns at, at the respective clubs, which people are signing up to. And we've seen a good increase in numbers. I know I, I've seen it in my club, and I think, if I'm if I'm right, if you can confirm me, that, that's something that's relevant across the board, is it? Yeah, well, it's incredible, Fraser. We've got 11 clubs now running all-stars programmes and six clubs running the Dynamos programme. As you say, in Clan Ryan, I think you've, you've probably got about 50 youngsters there now signed up between the two programmes. Two years ago, we had about 300 between the 11 clubs. I think we are 330s at the moment, with a, say a fortnight ago for most programmes. With a couple of clubs running programmes late later on in the year uh, due to the pandemic obviously and I reckon the numbers could go up to 400 to be honest and what a brilliant start for people's cricketing journeys and the number of girls as well I've got to stress that it's great to see the number of girls taking place in cricket as well which will hopefully feed through to younger girls teams and our ladies league which as we all know is flourishing with 10 teams at the moment and I think there'll be a few more next year. 
I mean, I mean that's tremendous news, Martin. And isn't it great as well after after the year that we just had to see so much positivity around cricket and, and people relishing being back. Just one note I want to say to you that obviously Tan Ryan will meet Nathan seconds later in the year, and and you may well be umpiring. I back quite far outside my crease, Martin, which negates the LBW. <laughs> so um, if there is a, if there is a decision that you have to make against me, I want you to bear that one in mind. Okay. <laughs> I thought you bought me a pint last year for that phrase, didn't you? Well, uh, yeah, well, we, we can negotiate again, Mark. But, um, no, but seriously, um, thank you thank you for joining me, Martin, and, and well done for everything you do in junior cricket. And, and we hope that, obviously, at senior and junior level, things continue to prosper in the way they are. And, and isn't it just great to be back for everyone? It's tremendous. And I think one note, I, before I go, congratulations to yourself on the Journalist Award you've recently won. Oh. Thoroughly deserved. Thank you, Martin. Much appreciated. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. And that's Pure West Radio's Fraser Watson talking to Martin Jones. Great to hear that the cricket season is up and running. There were no matches today, of course. They were meant to be. There was a, a full programme uh, scheduled for today across all five divisions, but the bad weather has put paid to that. We will be focusing some more on the opening weekend of the cricket season. Algen Vittel of Crimmick, also involved with Sport Pembrokeshire, he will be our guest on the show after 8 o'clock. He scored 101 for Crimmick, actually, and in fact, it wasn't even enough to get them a victory. Uh, Crimmick were 213 for 5, but were beaten by Hook Seconds, who were 2-2-1 for seven and actually took the game by eight runs. But we'll have a chat to Algon, one of the performances of the weekend in the Pembrokeshire Cricket Leagues, and we'll get Gordon and Fraser's thoughts on that. Next, though, we will change sports on the show. In this first hour of Pure West Sport, Wayne Griffiths, coach with the Pembrokeshire Harriers, is talking to Fraser, and we'll hear that interview after Katie Tunstall, Black Horse and the Cherry Tree on Pure West Sport. Across a place in the middle of nowhere with a big black horse and a cherry tree. I felt a little fear upon my back. I said, Don't look back, just keep on walking. But the big black horse said, Look this way. He said, Helen Day, will you marry me? But I said, No. The one for me Ooh. And my heart hit a problem in the early hours So I stopped it dead for a beat or two Ooh. Ooh. But I cut some cord and I shouldn't have done it And it won't forgive me after all these years Ooh. Ooh. So I sent it to a place in the middle of nowhere With a big black horse and a cherry tree Now I won't come back cause it's all so happy And now I got a hole for the world to see And it said no, 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 no Said no, no, you're not the one for me No, no, 
not the one for me. Tunstall on Pure West Radio sounding really good. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to Monday evening. It's Pure West Sport with G&G Builders on the way after eight. We're live on the Facebook page. Loads of different topics to talk about, obviously focusing on the opening weekend of the Pembrokeshire Cricket League season. We'll also speak about the blackout on social media by sports players and clubs and organisations this weekend. Is that the answer to tackling online abuse and of course a roundup on all the action that happened this weekend and we're going to talk athletics now and just before we hear Fraser's interview uh, with Wayne Griffiths from the Pembrokeshire Harriers you'll remember we spoke to the excellent Sanna Duffy on the show. Uh, Sanna is going to be taking on the challenge of running the entire length of the Pembrokeshire coast path. She's looking to set a record of doing it around the 50 hour mark she told us on the show. She's doing it to raise money for the Wales Air Ambulance. Uh, Sanna Duffy posted though on Facebook uh, earlier on today to confirm that the weather being the one thing she can't control, she's had a look at the forecast and she's now going to be starting the challenge a day earlier. So instead of being on Friday the big challenge will now start at 8am on Thursday, that's the 6th of May, and we send really best wishes to Sana ahead of taking on that fantastic challenge. And let's stick with athletics and hear Fraser Watson's interview with Wayne Griffiths as we feature the Pembrokeshire Harriers on the show. Well, quite a lot of sports have had to adapt in recent times and athletics is no different. But one uh, coach who was certainly able to do that was Wayne Griffiths of the Pembrokeshire Harriers because earlier this year he was announced as the Welsh Athletics Virtual Coach of the Year for 2020. So delighted to say Wayne joins me on the line now. Firstly, Wayne, well done for that achievement. And just explain to us, firstly, how that came about. To be honest, it was all a bit of a shock to me. I knew nothing about it at all. As we went into lockdown, I was keen to keep the athletes going because at that time, no one knew what was going to happen and the length of the pandemic was going to last for. So it was just a case of contacting the parents, saying, are the kids still keen to train? If so, I can set up a WhatsApp group. And basically all my sessions that I do on the track, I just posted into a WhatsApp group as a, a joint group with all the parents. And then they relayed them off to the athletes then, and then the, the parents would... Um, take recordings of them and post them into the group. And I just went from there, really, to be honest. Wayne, you're a multi-events coach. Obviously, you've been involved in the sport a long time and your daughter, Gracie Griff, is doing very well in the walking events now, I know. So have you known anything like what you had to go through last year? You know, was it different to anything you've done before in terms, <laughs> in terms of coaching or competing, I guess? Yeah, yeah, it was, it, to be honest, because it was such a shock and we didn't really know what was going on at first and then it all sort of came to a standstill. To be honest, I think everybody was in the same boat. I think shock took over for a lot of us and we didn't really know what was coming next and what was around the corner. But then when we started getting a bit of a grips of the idea of what was going on, to be honest, it was a case of sport has been such an active part in 
my life and my daughter's life. It was a case of just trying to keep the kids going because there's nothing worse than being locked inside, not knowing what was going to happen sort of thing. So it was a case of just trying to boost the spirits to show that there is going to be light at the end of the tunnel just so they could keep moving, basically. And despite winning an accolade for your virtual coach, Wayne, I'm, I'm sure you're, you're pleased to be back on the track now. I gather sessions have started down at the club again. Yeah, we have opened up to competing athletes now to get them back going as this competition starting to open up slowly around Wales and a bit more now up in England. And to be honest, it's really nice. It's not just benefiting uh, the athletes, I think it's benefiting the parents and the coaches as well. Sense normalities kept kicking back in now and you can see a real difference in the personalities of the athletes competing now. Sure, and you've got any kind of fixed season? Have you got any events coming ahead which you can take athletes to? We've got one now coming up this Saturday, um, which takes place up in Newport and there's a series going up in Yeovil as well. So um, I got a handful of athletes going up to that this weekend. And I know one of our shot putters was lucky to go up to Yeovil last weekend and won his event and produced a personal best as well in the shot put. That's great. I mean, we're great to see the return of athletes. Well, we're just finish on, on a slightly different topic, actually, Wayne. It doesn't necessarily relate to the youngsters you coach, but perhaps worldwide. Obviously, the Olympics set to go ahead in Tokyo this summer. There is still some doubt lingering around and you know, obviously the safety of everyone is of course paramount but if that wasn't to go ahead would you be concerned about the effect that would have on a younger generation because although it's a cliche the olympics is such an inspiring event isn't it it's what gets young people into athletics sometimes yeah and i think i think as we like as we get older as adults and we've got a lot more responsibilities i think we take for granted what sports can actually do for for these athletes and for the kids speaking from a personal note myself in school i struggled myself because i had um, dyslexia and also i relied a lot on sports for my happiness and for progression and, sure. and stuff like that and and you can see it in a lot of my older athletes now that it brings out the leadership skills and the confidence and it sort of it molds them for everyday life because they, they've got to get used to structure discipline and all that kind of stuff and i think like i said sport itself in general is a, is a massive part especially at a, at a young age and it's got to be encouraged on all levels across the board i think so i think if something like that was to happen major tournaments not just in the olympics but euros and stuff like that i think it will have a really negative effect on the younger generation as it is now but obviously we hope it doesn't come to that and we hope the Pembroke Harriers in particular do have a fruitful season ahead and and Wayne congratulations again on, on the award that you won earlier this year we I gather you probably don't want to win it again in those to go through those circumstances to win it again certainly but it was certainly a great achievement and it's great to see the way you the club and the youngsters adapted as well thank you very much Thank you, Wayne. We'll catch up with you soon. And that's Pure West Radio's Fraser Watson talking to Wayne Griffiths of the Pembrokeshire Harriers. It's Monday evening and this is Pure West Sport. Castle Hot Tubs are Wales's largest multi-award winning wellness company based right here in Pembrokeshire. Offering luxury hot tubs and swim spas to suit every need and budget. Check out their Pembrokeshire range of hot tubs inspired by the beautiful beaches and coastline of our county at castlehottubs.co.uk. 
A warm welcome awaits at the new showroom on Vine Road in Johnston. Want to win a hot tub for a week? Tune into Pure West Radio every weekday morning at 10.45 and play Where's the Hot Tub for your chance to win. Castle Hot Tubs, the friendly company. Big enough to cope, small enough to care. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Pembrokeshire Vision Arts Wales a brand new creative hub in Haverford West. Playing host to a youth and amateur theatre company, a show-stopping choir, and a multitude of masterclasses from Broadway and West End talent. Calling all actors, singers, dancers, and those who want to bring the West End to Wales. Vision Arts has the spotlight and the curtain is about to rise. Ready to take centre stage? Visit visionartswales.com. Ah, enemy ahead. Fire. Oh, where? I can't see them. Right there. Fire. Oh, man, you missed again. You need to get your eyes tested. Nah, mate. I ain't got the cash for that. You're in college. You can get an eye test for free. Really? From where? I'm with Mags Optics. They're in the Riverside Arcade in Halford West. Sick. I'll check it out. Eye tests are free for children under 16 and those aged 16 to 18 who are in full-time education. Glasses up to £85 are free for students aged 18 and under with an NHS voucher. Call Paul, Tina and the team on 01437 767744 or go to magsoptics.co.uk to book an appointment. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of the gaming show on Pure West Radio. <laughs> Loch Farm Ice Cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Farm Ice Cream. Live from our studios in Haverford West, this is Pure West Radio. Pretend you're high Pretend you're bored Pretend you're in 
It's Pure West Radio with Garbage and Stupid Girl. I'm Ben Stone. It's Pure West Sports, live on Facebook, of course, after eight. And I'll be with Gordon Thomas and Fraser Watson. And really pleased that Bill Kahn will be back on the show a week today, all being well. And Bill will also be joining me on the Saturday morning Pure West Sports show this coming Saturday. And really looking forward to welcoming Bill back. But right now, let's hear from another very talented sportswoman from Pembrokeshire who's just been involved with the Wales rugby side during the Six Nations. Well, Wales women finished their Six Nations campaign with a third straight defeat in Scotland, but there were certainly some positives to take from it, and, and one of them came in the form of winger Lisa Neumann. I'm delighted to say Lisa joins me on the line now. Lisa, firstly, a superb try for you out in Scotland. Before we talk about the team performance, perhaps the result, describe how that moment was for you. Oh, cheers. Do you know what? It was... It was just quite nice just to be able to get my hands on the ball and to come away with a try is just an amazing feeling and considering so you know our first two performances didn't go that well and I didn't really have much attacking opportunity so it was yeah it was nice just to be able to you know like I said get my hands on the ball and get a try so yeah it was it was a really good feeling to be fair I, I know what it's like as a winger when you've got a defender coming across you have that decision to make do you step inside or go straight for the corner was it was there any kind of doubt in yeah. your mind you, you seem to see well, it's to be pre- fair, I'm no 
them for always going into contact. Like it's almost <laughs> like I see a player, and I think, yeah, why not just run into them? So I think that's been a work on for me this season is to just try and step on the outside and just avoid that collision. So I've been working on it quite hard. So it actually came off. To be fair, I was quite surprised. <laughs> you certainly did that, and saw in the the team of the the week actually in the Six Nations from the last Six Nations weekend. Yourself and, and Jazz Joyce were both named. There the were more former Escort Derry Sant pupils, and they were Italy yeah. or France players. I did note that on, on social media. But uh, then, Lisa, you, you received a fear the most. You, you were na- boost. You were named in the team of the tournament as well with um, Maggie Alfonsi. I know primarily picked that. That must have been a great sense of pride for you. Oh, definitely. Do you know what? I didn't expect to be picked at all, let alone the team of the to the tournament. Even the week, I was surprised at that. To be honest, you know, I didn't expect it for sure. I'd be lying if I didn't say I, I wasn't like, like it wasn't a nice thing to see. It was a difficult campaign up until then with you yeah, and the that's team. The Lisa. Thing. So the first two games, I would say it was mostly just a defensive performance for me mm. really if I look at it individually so you know it was a shock but perhaps the performance I put in against Scotland helped I guess and on those first two games obviously difficult times and difficult results for you can you use that Scotland game now although it was a loss in at 27-20 some of the rugby you played in that game and the fact you pushed them all the way and, and as you mentioned earlier we're able to do a lot more with ball in hand not just yourself personally but, but the team of the whole yeah. can you use that as a bit of a step now to come out of this Six Nations on a positive footing and move forward as a team I think so I think the most important thing for us against that game against Scotland sorry was to pull out performance and I think it goes to show that we did do that and we did lose but the feeling afterwards as a team it was just amazing to finish on on a somewhat of a high and I think there were a lot of elements in there which showed what, what as a team we are capable of and it was nice to be able to show others that we can do that well. but yeah we did lose but it was just such a great feeling just to show what we can do and actually you know, it was 27-20 and to fight so long at the end then uh, during overtime and to get a try last minute it was amazing and hopefully we have shown people what we can do as a team yeah it was certainly a timely competitive performance and like you say there to see the players after, after what they've been through the first two weeks fighting to the end it was quite heartening and, and a testament actually to, to their commitment as well and away from the international scene now just to finish off Lisa you've had your first full season um, at Wissale in Manchester in, in the Women's Premier how have you found the jump up in standard and the whole experience as a whole so far has it helped you? Oh massively like without fail I think this year I feel like joining Sale has just improved my rugby so much the coaches there have helped me so much in terms of helping me and coaching me and teaching me so much and yeah this year I've really enjoyed my rugby and I think it's a massive credit to the sale team because everyone there everyone's so friendly and it's just such an like an amazing sort of like team to be a part of and you know I've really loved it and it's improved me so much as a player yeah I've just I've just loved just joining sales just probably being the highlight this year that's good to see and it's good to see the direction which your career is going Lisa and congratulations again on being named in that team obviously I'm not allowed to be biased but keep flying the Escal Dewey Santa flag I don't even think (laughs) don't even don't even think it's called that anymore but things have moved on since our day but uh, no it's great to see you progressing and and congratulations again on on your Six Nations displays and we look forward to catching up with you in the future Lisa yeah amazing thank you so much for speaking to me and really good to hear from Lisa Neumann speaking to Pure West Radio's Fraser Watson and don't forget if you would like to suggest somebody for us to feature on the show either message us through the Facebook page or email sport at purewestradio.com here's the spin doctors and two princes
and two princes on Pure West Radio. We are heading towards the news at eight o'clock. After eight, live on Facebook with Gordon and Fraser joining me on Pure West Sports with G&G Builders. We're going to reflect on the weekend's action locally as Haverford West go down, of course, to Flint Town United. That was on Saturday. All the latest news from the world of football, that Liverpool Man U game not going ahead. We'll talk about social media abuse after a number of teams went for a social media blackout over the weekend will that solve the problems and we're going to be looking at some of the highlights from the opening weekend of matches in the Pembrokeshire Cricket League before that though let's go back to 61 with Dion and the Wanderer the news is next on Pure West Sport